Edible Pros with your host, Athena Silver. Hi guys, I'm Anya River. Tonight we're doing Witch Tip Cemetery Edition. Here we are in a beautiful rural cemetery in upstate New York where we are going to talk to you guys tonight about proper ways to venerate ancestors when you see them in the cemetery or even just to be around the dead and the deceased. You know, we're going to talk about things you should do, things you shouldn't do. We're going to go into the whole thing. You right. ready? I'm ready. So you want to start <laughs> us off tonight? Um, so, okay. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to come and we wanted to be able to show you guys how to approach your own ancestors in your own cemeteries. And there's also some other rituals that you can do to help um, you know, there's some vanishing rituals that you can do in a cemetery that will help amplify your magic and your ability to release the things that no longer serve you. Plus, it's always nice to just come around the dead because it's super peaceful. Um, people in the Victorian era used to visit cemeteries more like parks. They'd have outdoor picnics and they would sit and eat a meal and share it with, with the deceased and the living. So this is a tradition that that largely has, you know, gone away in our society. I feel like we should bring it back. <laughs> you know, it's it's nice to be around death because it helps you understand life better and it helps you really appreciate the things that you have and the place that you're at in your life. Yeah, I was gonna say, especially makes you appreciate being alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just being alive. Taking so. those deep breaths in and out, you know. <laughs> So what are we going to do to prepare to go to a cemetery, either to visit your loved one or just to relax? Well, I would say you, you should really go there when you're not stressed, when you're having a day where you're calm, you're, you're collected, you're in a good grounded space. Um, it's never good to go into a cemetery with erratic energy because, you know, you start other spirits can be attracted to it and can cause chaos. So it's better to go on a day where you're nice, you're feeling peaceful, you're calm. I like to do a little bit of meditating before I come just to kind of center myself even more. Um, I also pack a bag. <laughs> yeah. I bring my supplies with me. I always bring, you know, Florida water. I bring, you know, a lighter, a candle, incense, a bell to call the spirits in. I may, I may bring tarot cards or other divination tools, um, some holy water if you have it, um, or even charged water will work. I, I like to come prepared to not only, you know, not only commune with my ancestors, but whoever may feel the need to come forth. And I want to always make sure that I have sage and aqua florida so that I can cleanse and purify all the vibrations because you do take on a lot of uh, energy when you're in these cemeteries. And you always wanna make sure that you're cleansing afterwards so that you're not integrating those foreign energies into your aura because it can make you sick, it can cause chaos, misfortune, you know, it can crush your energies and nobody wants that. If you take the right precautions, you should be fine. Definitely. One thing that I like to do is I pray you know, yes. to my guides and to, you know, you might pray to God or, or whoever you feel called to pray to, to protect you. And, um, and that's a good first step for me, as I always say, a prayer over myself, um, coming with respect 
you know, like I try to be very careful about where I walk, you know, carry in, carry out, you know, like, you know, if you feel an energy, say hello, you know, that yes. kind of thing. Don't be afraid to get stern when you're leaving. If you feel that there are spirits that are trying to follow you back, you want to make sure that, that, that you're letting them know that they need to stay here, that they need to be resting here, or they need to be elevating and crossing over to the other side. Yeah, and we're going to talk about tips also for when you're leaving. So that's coming a little later, right? Yep, that, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah. I also like to bring um, an offering of fruit, um, fresh fruit, sometimes flowers, um, tobacco, herbs um also beverages like liquor beer wine whatever you have on hand you want to make sure that you know you're you're pouring it directly into the earth you're cleansing you know you're cleansing and you're offering straight to the earth because this is where these people are lying mm -hmm. they lay in this ground they're part of this ground so by giving them food and drink you're you're saying to them we still love you because feeding somebody is an act of love yeah and you can really feel that we don't know anybody in this particular ceremony, but we could really feel the energy of like connection. You know, when Athena was making the offering, you could feel that even though these people don't know us, they're so happy to see us, you know, like they're, they're happy to have a visitor and have someone remember them. So it's so important. We're also in a very, very old cemetery where most of the people here have been laid to rest in the early 1800s. So it's, they haven't seen people in a long time. Yeah. So they're they're always happy and look we just have a butterfly fall, <laughs> flying through. So already we're getting spirit signs that spirit is here that they're among us. You yeah. Know? It's very important for us to come respectfully. That is the, that is number one. Respect, respect, respect. Because these are somebody's family. They may not be our family, but they're somebody's family. And it's like a home. Yes. You know, or like walking into to someone else's space, someone else's definitely yeah. you the know? final home and this is sacred ground yeah. so not only do we want to be respectful for sacred ground but we want to be respectful to the people laid here so um i want to i want to do a little bit of divination how do you feel about that you good i'm so excited yeah all right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to ask first um give me some ideas on what we can ask you can ask about you know if there's anybody around you can ask them yes. about their intentions you can ask you can ask whatever you want yeah let's start with that okay start with who's around i felt a spirit um right before we started filming i felt uh, a grandmotherly spirit it's somebody oh okay this person um they lost money and and it very swiftly i would say towards the end of their life this person died, you know, with not a lot of money, which is very sad, you know. But hey, you don't you don't need money where you are, so <laughs> that's always a plus. <laughs> All right, let's see what their intentions are. Man, all these upside down cards. <laughs> All right, um, you are correct. It is an older woman. Mm -hmm. um, are you getting that from the Queen of Swords? Or? Yes. Okay. I'm getting from the Queen, and I also feel the energy. Yeah. Um, this woman, she saw a lot of misfortune in her life. 
Um, there was a lot, of, I would say a lot of family. I don't think her family was with her when she passed. I feel like there was tension in the family uh, they, that she passed by herself. You know, this could also mention that her family hasn't seen her in a long time. Yeah. So that could go for these cards as well. But I'm feeling that that she died. She had a tragic life, you know. And you'll find that where you where you go in cemeteries. Not everybody gets their fairy tale happy ending. Some people really have to go through it and struggle because that's their life plan. So you always want to be very understanding and very respectful and loving towards that that soul because that soul they understand suffering on, on a much deeper level than you and I do. Yeah, and we're getting this, I mean, from the Five of Swords reversed, the Wheel of Fortune reversed. That The Wheel of Fortune reversed really says to me that it was an unfortunate moment that yeah. she passed. Um, probably suddenly? Yeah, I would say. Suddenly and, and not surrounded by, by family, people that, that she knew. Um, and the Five of Swords reversed. I mean, the Five of Swords... By the way, the... she wants to be elevated. Oh. So, we'll talk okay. about that later. <laughs> yeah, that'll be another... We'll address that later. <laughs> but she's come for elevation in life. So... What do you get her name was? I was getting it was something with an M. Do you get that same feeling? It's an Irish name, like Margaret yeah, I was thinking or Mary. Mag Magdalene or, or yeah, like... Yeah, Magdalene is Margaret. Magdalena or like um, Margaret, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting... She has five children. All boys. Whoa. So strong. <laughs> it's so strong, guys. It She's so close. strong. <laughs> She's so I feel caring, right, though. Like, right I, here. I feel, I feel like she's such a caring person. I don't think that this trauma was her fault. I feel that this was pushed upon her. I think a lot of it had to do maybe with her life plan. Um, like I said, not all of us get a happy life mission when we come here. Sometimes, you know, God decides that we need to go through it or the deities or the universe decide that we need to suffer a little bit to, un to truly understand the lesson in life that that we were put here to, to understand i'm i'm of the camp that we co-create these decisions with yeah, the gods we do <laughs> that we approve you know that we we go into it willingly knowing what we're doing yes you know beforehand yeah beforehand. before we even get here yeah beforehand but it's all about learning those life lessons that we need to learn. You know, the more we learn, the more we experience the good things and the bad things, the more complete we are when we get to the end of the road. Do you want to throw any more cards for her and then we can talk to her off camera? I want to see, I want to see what her message is for all of us. Okay. There's a woman named Betty here, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you see from that? So, this woman wants to let us know that we need to stop stressing out about life. We need to start grabbing life, you know, 
by the belt and saying, we're going this way, you know, enjoying everything that you get to enjoy. She's showing me that not everything is warm and happy, but you can make it happy. You can find happiness in, those, in that suffering, in those dark moments. It's just you have to really push yourself forward and, and strive for that happiness. Yeah, the Nine of Swords, the Knight of Swords, and the Sun, if you can't, if you're not, if you're not totally clear on what she pulled. And... I agree with everything Athena says. It's living a life without anxiety and fear. It's it's really... There's more to, to it though when you get to those places, like I think you, you touched on this, when you get to those places where there is anxiety and where there are real problems, it's really hard advice, but I think sometimes you can just let go of the clenching, if that makes sense. Yes. Like if you let go of... You know, when we go through these periods where things are really difficult and, and there are real difficulties, mm -hmm. real hardships, if you can find a way to just kind of let your body, like, you know, take the, the tongue from the roof of your mouth, let your shoulders go down and just sort of like go with the winds of life, you know, go with the river of life, you can find more beauty. You can make things easier. And you can find peace. Yeah. Peace is really, I think, what this woman is looking for. And that doesn't mean don't stop fighting for what's right, but it just means that self, that self-induced anxiety adds a lot more suffering. Yeah, suffering than we need to to take on. All right, why don't Miss Betty wants to talk? Okay, she keeps, <laughs> she keeps coming in. All so. right, all right. Hi, Betty. <laughs> She's showing me she used to make a lot of food. I was seeing baked goods. Yep. <laughs> Betty likes to cook <laughs> and she's very proud of it. All right, so I wanna see what Betty's intentions are here. You gotta shuffle your cards, I think. <laughs> I did. All reverse. Um, so I'm seeing here with Betty, Betty was all about, she was a peacemaker. Betty was trying to keep everybody in harmony and balance. You know, I'm getting that she was very much a family woman and a homemaker, a woman at the home that brought everybody together, you know, around the table, around the food. The food was her way of loving them, you know. Um, what is this bird? That's a hawk. That's a hawk. Hawks are brave. They're very intelligent. They're cunning. They're wise. They're, you know, they're very, they keep coming back for more. They don't let people take them down. You know, they, they're resilient. They're, they're sharp. They're witty. They're sly. <laughs> and those are all traits that a real peacemaker needs. Because a peacemaker needs to be able to see everybody's point of view and harmonize it and bring it together and, and help everybody understand each other. So what I'm getting is this woman was a very much a mediator with her family in particular. Uh, let me see if she has any messages for us.
This is a good one. <laughs> uh, apparently, Betty was married more than once. You think? Where do you get Possibly that from? Possibly had a boyfriend. You get that from the lovers? <laughs> yes, because it's reversed. Okay, okay. So it's a sign that they were no longer together. Yeah, because I was getting with the lovers that there was like a disjointed, you know, kind of a situation going on. Yeah, and she, so, she had fun. <laughs> Betty had fun. And I'm also saying that she, um, that she, that she earned money, that, that it wasn't like given to her, that, you know, that she had to earn it in some kind of way. It may also be like, it was difficult for her. Yes. It could also mean that she, that her and money were kind of always one step apart. Mm -hmm. That when she did get the money, she really had to hustle and reach for it and, and pull harder than most. Yeah. Um. But I'm overall, I'm getting that, that that did not stop this woman. That she, that she, it was all about her family and that, that it didn't matter if they had money because they had love. So I'm going to see if there is some wisdom she wants to give us. And life's not fair. <laughs> Life is not always fair. It's yeah. all about family. It's all about making the peace, whether these people want to or not. <laughs> yeah, I like, we got another five, another five energy, which is all about conflict and, you know, but we pulled the Empress, which is very um, maternal peacemaking, you know, beautiful harvest bounty in the middle of these two, you know, in the middle of these two cards. And then the justice in reverse. I'm not familiar with your deck. What's the justice in reverse? It's like life's not fair. You know, you you can't always count on people to right your wrongs. Sometimes yeah. you gotta right them yourself. Sometimes a little bit of revenge, <laughs> <laughs> like taking the law. So she to your was own pretty hand. tough woman, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think she's been through a lot. I think she's trying to tell us that it's about family. It's about bringing everybody together regardless about what their agendas are <laughs> so you can do this with your own deck with your own ancestors mm -hmm. now Athena if we are going to um, if what what happens when we're done and we are about to leave the cemetery and, and we're on our way home you know what do we do I like to thank the spirits through prayer um, I like to I like to make offering either of, you know, tobacco or fruit or, you know, um, and leave some, like, uh, some beer or wine or liquor or whatever, or water, whatever you have on hand. I like to leave the offering. I also cleanse myself. I pray to the universe, the spirits, whoever you, you pray to, I ask them to cleanse me on all levels from anything seen, unseen, known, or unknown that I may walk out in the same condition or better condition that I came in. I sage a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> sage, sage myself. Sage, sage. sage the car. <laughs> yep. Sage myself again when I get home. Yes. And I do that a lot, not even when I'm in a cemetery. If I go to a place where there's a lot of people, yep. you know, we're at a cemetery, there's a lot of people here. When I go to a place where there's a lot of living people, I sage myself afterwards. I will also take a spiritual bath that night or the night after, um, or even a whole round of them if I, ha if I have the time. Um, 
it's to make sure that every level of you is clean and that nobody has been coming home with you or intermingling their energies with you. Now, the more spiritual you are, the more that this is a necessity, the yeah. cleansing part, because your auras and everything are wide open and we attract a lot of things and the more but higher vibrational you are, the more power you have, the more you need to cleanse. I would say it's a necessity for everyone. That's great. Yeah. But I'm saying <laughs> for the Definitely. spiritual workers, for the people that are very open, yeah. and empathic people as well. Super empaths, you need to cleanse, cleanse, cleanse. You know, it's even good to cleanse before you come, after you come, and, and a week after. Just to make sure everything is right where it needs to be energetically. Right. Now, we, got, we hope you guys enjoyed these Witch Tips Cemetery Edition. We're the Rebel Crows. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Our website is rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. We do weekly um, podcast episodes. You guys know about that. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube and all major podcasting platforms. We hope you enjoyed this, and you know, check out the next video. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye.